Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. You're listening to SB Nation at the Super Bowl. For the second day in a row, we have been joined by the two brightest stars in Miami, Florida. Pete Sweeney, head honcho at Arrowhead Pride. Kyle Posey, head honcho at NinersNation.com. They're here because the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers are in the Super Bowl. Gina Thomas, I'm Arjo Ochoa. We're here. We've been posted up at Radio Row. We live here. I don't know the zip code, but I need to get it so I can get mail forwarded here. Guys, how was day two? Uh, well, day three, kind of, but, uh, but day two in, in a lot of senses. I guess I'll start. My media availability was earlier this morning. Yours at, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. At the crack of dawn. Yes, the Chiefs. And what has been odd, and you wouldn't ex- really expect it for a Super Bowl, there's been some buzz about Patrick Mahomes and his contract situation this week. Clark oh. Hunt said something yesterday that made headlines that there was essentially no rush to get this done. There is no... Um, emphasis on it at least this week and then it was further clarified today by Ian Rappaport talking with GM Brett Veach that basically what that means is there's no timeline there's all the stuff with the CBA Patrick Mahomes had the line of the day by saying he wants to play in Kansas City for the rest of his career which a lot of people hope is the next 15-16 years because of uh, Tom Brady and he's only 24 uh, so a lot of Chiefs fans were happy to hear that and again it was a full 53 player media availability this morning at 8 a.m. You can read Pete's story about Pat Mahomes' comments at arrowheadpride.com. You can visit NinersNation.com for our latest and greatest on the 49ers. Kyle, what'd you learn? Or it's, I know it's been a weird day for you. Yeah, so we don't have – we, the 49ers, do not have their you. media availability. Yeah. yeah, me for sure. They don't have their media availability until 6 o'clock. So, well, nothing new here, but it's still a lot of culture talk for the 49ers. They're really driving home this point that – you know, people sign, people come to the 49ers to be with the 49ers because Kyle Shanahan is a very cool person. You know, oh. you know, but he rocks Yeezys and the players always talk about that. And uh, Richard Sherman actually told one of the um, the athletic guys, Dave Lombardi, that he turned down money from the Detroit Lions, more money from the Detroit Lions to sign with San Francisco because of the culture. So, you know, they're having fun. They're dancing. People are talking about that a lot. And that has been the point. The three one three could have had Richard Sherman. You know what could have been. <laughs> You're a big area area code guy. Well, I only remember that one because of Eight Mile. Uh, very high on area codes. That so, is something that we're learning uh, as the week goes on. Uh, well, it's cool that we're getting to learn things about each other. Where you sure. know um, there there are lots of things that, that we have seen and understood, um, and, and you know you guys have seen understood. What have you learned about your team? in terms of covering them that you did not know before this week? Because it, you mentioned, P, it was a 53-player media availability. I mean, that doesn't happen all the time. What have you learned? It doesn't necessarily have to be about Pat Mahomes. That, you know, yesterday you didn't know. Well, I talked to Chris Jones today, got him off to the side, and 
asked him about his contract situation. I think because Patrick Pending Mahomes free agent. is now uh, available for this restructure, Chris Jones is suddenly gotten a little bit lost. So I just asked him, you know, do you want to stay in Kansas City? And he said that's always been the plan. Doesn't really like to get in the business of it. He's looking forward to the Super Bowl. And then I sort of pushed him a little bit more. I said, you know, do you want to stay here? He says a thousand percent. You see me with the fans. I want to be here. Should be interesting. I think it might be one of these situations where they go opposite Frank Clark in the offseason, where they franchise him and then see what's available out there. And so I'm wondering how that goes. Jones, though, making it clear to me that he wants to be in KC. Let's see what his agents ask for. A lot of people think he can get top dollar on the market. The Dallas Cowboys happen to need a defensive tackle, and somebody <laughs> here may have already written suggesting that they could land Chris Jones in free agency. Kyle, what have you learned about the 49ers? So most teams, especially once they get this far, they relish in being, you know, the top dog, the you know, the confident team. And a lot of this week has been, rightfully so, about the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. But they've been riding this pretender wave, and we talked about that a little bit yesterday. But the 49ers really like that. They appreciate, you know, not being talked about. They they don't mind that at all, and they're kind of, you know, that's their fuel to the fire. So that is, that's what I, that's been my takeaway this week for sure. Have you ever seen them as in this underdog role? Uh, maybe earlier on this season, uh, before the, you know things really kind of, you know, took off. So they were they were good. I mean, they were winning their games, and it was the question was they're not playing anybody. So yeah, when it, when is it going to slow down? It never really slowed down. The only time it did was in December, and that was because. They were all injured. They had right. eight injuries, in, I believe, in week nine and week ten. And they lost to the Mighty Falcons. They lost to the hot, hot Falcons. <laughs> oh, yeah. So <laughs> that um, so that was like the really the only real reason that this team was slowed at all. So I think just, you know, that they're behind closed doors. They're really having a good time just being the pretender, quote, unquote. That's interesting. Losing to the Falcons, there might be this like transitive property associated <laughs> with red jerseys. So, you know, maybe like the powers transferred here and then, you know, one of these teams plays the Buffalo Bills in their color rush jerseys and Buffalo is all of a sudden, you know, back where they belong. On to something as always. The Chiefs have been down two games in a row. We, let's hope they don't get to like a 28-3 deficit in the Super Bowl. You know, we oh, had uh, <laughs> Yeah, I you know, do you think do you think that that has cuz that was predictable, right? That Kyle Shannon was going to get a lot of that and Tevin Coleman and whatnot. Do you think that they have truly exercised might be too harsh of a word, but truly kind of putting it behind them? So he obviously gets asked about that question a lot, but he, he answered it very honestly. He's like, I just wish I called better plays. He doesn't run from it. He doesn't hide from it. He doesn't try to yeah, change the subject. Run, he didn't run in that game either. He did yeah. not. He did not run in that game. Thank you for pointing that out. Yes. And yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> but no, he, do, he doesn't mind it at all. So I don't think it bothers him. I think he's just very confident in the team he has now. So it doesn't bother him. One of the things that stands out to me about Shanahan is that I think that he learned about how, about how to be a head coach from Dan Quinn. And Dan Quinn is the same way. Kyle also was always that way. He took full credit for the things that went well I think rightfully so but he also took full responsibility when they didn't I respect that about him absolutely and I think that's what makes him a great head coach and that's you see the maturity and you've seen it over the course of the season as well and I think how he handles players has a lot to do with Dan Quinn just the players coach and I think that's you know the whole fun going back to the first question as well I heard a nice read Shanahan comparison last night as I was talking with some colleagues at our media thing and it was interesting to me. It's there are two really great offensive minds in this game. Shanahan is more down to the details to every aspect of a play, 
where you've seen how Reed was used to be like that, and he sort of has altered it now to a point where he realizes how Mahomes is off script, and I think there's some built-in backyard football to his mm-hmm. game. So Shanahan, to me, is more, like I said, down in your notebook, how exactly this play is going to go. And Mahomes, because he's a little bit better than Garoppolo, I think is free to sort of make what he can, make that magic. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Last thing, um, guys, for, for this particular day, and then you can go get a donut or something. Um, you mentioned the media thing, and there, there, you know, if you're unaware, there's a media party. There's literally a party for the media because everybody's working hard and grinding and not sleeping, and you know, and so it was this big deal. It was like on a boat, but not a boat. It was like a dock, right? It was like a terminal. Um, and you were both there. We had some good times. We broke some bread. What were your thoughts on the media party? There was the biggest. It almost looked like a hot tub of paella. Yes, <laughs> That's it, a great way to put it. It was a hot tub of paella. Did you want to jump in? I I did, and it was a it was a grave mistake by me. I didn't realize what time the party was ending. Went to go grab a, a, a bowl of this delicious paella, and I I was the first one who didn't get a bowl. I was the last one they cut off like in a line for the club. So uh, regrets. If I do get to cover the Super Bowl next year, I'm going to try to be the first one to to the paella. Huh? It's, it's tough to beat open bar. All you can eat food with a casino and the backdrop. I feel like the backdrop the was the backdrop amazing. was incredible. Yeah, that was. was that was very profile picture worthy. Yes. Yeah. And I saw you got a selfie in RJ. I it wasn't a selfie. Somebody else took it. Um, so it was a solo picture. Though. Right. Exactly. And I used portrait mode because I'm really. And you vain. captioned it me in the city. Uh, I yeah. I said uh, what did I say? Um, uh, you said Miami, RJ. <laughs> I said something. Uh, oh, the, city, the, the city where the heat is on. That's right. Um, but. I, Pete commented on my Instagram post and said, uh, what was like, are you excited? Pie, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's really bad. And that's a good note to end on. Uh, Pete Sweeney <laughs> at Arrowhead Pride, Kyle Posey at Niners Nation. We'll catch up with you guys later in the week. Keep up the great work. All right, take care. 